everybody, we're here to talk about Mission Impossible 73, Operation yes. Fallout. Uh, <laughs> the one where Tom Cruise uses the power of Scientology to defeat Superman. And, before and he time. Can, before he can snap every neck in the planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he defeats the power of uh, the, the, the death, death itself, death and aging itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet's losing its mind about this film. It's got huh. 97% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Jim Jones, what do you think that, of the movie? That seems a little high. I enjoyed the movie, but 97%? Let's get real, people. Yeah. This, this movie wasn't that good. Yeah. It was, it was a really good action movie. Yeah. But I'll be honest here, I had a lot of trouble following what was happening. And now, it may be a symptom of me having not seen... Uh, Mission Impossible in like four Mission Impossible movies. So in eighteen years, See, I looked it up. I, I only two thousand was the last what, time you saw three? number two. Oh, I never saw. I never really? saw three. I never saw okay. four. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so I've I only missed Rogue Nation, and I didn't realize I missed it okay. until I went to this. Until I missed this movie, I was like, oh, is right, that when I the, didn't the stuff with the main with yeah, one of the with villains the Scottish, in this happened? The Scottish terrorist, okay. and I think they introduced the female super spy in that one, or maybe the one before. I'll see. Well, I'm. Um, I'm but I don't. I, I was lost at the beginning. Very, right, very lost. And they right. kind of clue you in if you haven't seen previous, but not really. I didn't feel like I. So I didn't feel like I had trouble following the plot. In fact, there there was like three different points in the movie where because this is a big bamboozler, all right? Yeah. This movie goes for the rock'em sock'em rope a dope uh, every fifteen minutes, and mm-hmm. I was well ahead of a few of the big ones. And I don't know if that was the problem. I guess. This movie felt campy to me. Like, it was almost a huh. parody of the Mission Impossible format where they had people coming in and saying, well, this is stupid. Why does anyone ever fall for it? Like, they were mm. breaking the fourth wall and lampshading left and right. And it felt a little weird because, like, Mission Impossibles of recent years, I feel like I've gone more towards gritty realism where, like, Mission Impossible 2, the, that's the one I think that John Woo directed, is, mm-hmm. I think, very campy. Yeah. It is, you know, got ridiculous action sequences and stuff. Everyone's action sequences were jaw-dropping and yeah. sick. Uh-huh. But much like Fast and Furious franchise, the connecting tissue felt pretty thin. Like, we we thought of a bomb-ass stunt that we can do around Notre Dame with it in the background Let's think of a reason why we should be in. Fr- now let's go to hungry. <laughs> now let's do like I, I don't know. Uh, I I I'm to me. I was expecting to see high sixties on Rotten Tomatoes. So when I saw ninety seven percent, I just assumed Tom Cruise slit a thousand junior Scientologist throats <laughs> and used their psychic energy to yeah bamboozle the world's press with the power of his broken ribs and ankle. Okay, I, I, yeah. I'm glad we're on the same page okay. as far as it's not being like an amazing film you know like action set pieces yes yes all the way it's they're they're some of the most amazing things i've seen maybe that should maybe that should be enough right it was for me honestly like i didn't come out of this movie going man i'm i wish i hadn't seen that i was a little confused by the plot because i didn't know the characters and and their histories and uh but other than that like i was blown away by it yeah, there's a couple, man, I don't, to, to, to talk specifically, I'd have to almost get into spoilers, but I'll pull, right. I'll, I'll put this out there. There was one scene that I've only seen the last Twilight movie try to get away with, <laughs> where it's just like, and and they did it two or three times. And okay, that's going like, to have to be a tease for the spoiler section, because I really want to know which yeah, one you're talking I'm about. Like, I, I just, I just don't know about that. Um 
But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's I. Hmm. I didn't like the last James Bond either. So this was a hmm. better movie. At least this was fun, and the action scenes were really inventive, and it, it wasn't entirely, I, I guess, a grim affair. It had some humor, like Simon Pegg's really funny. Ving, Ving Rhames, yeah. like the fact that. You know, he's been around since the very first uh, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. and looks like he's 30 years <laughs> older than Tom Cruise now uh-huh. uh, is kind of entertaining. And I, I have affection for the characters. I like Ethan Hunt. I like the fucking Mission Impossible theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish it was man, and not, not even smart is the right word for it. It's just it's it's like Fast and Furious. It's just a, an excuse to have a bunch of action scenes. I don't know why that's not enough for me anymore. Uh <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm always feeling a little off kilter. So, you know, to talk about my confusion a little bit, I'm in these kind of movies where I know going in, like, this movie is about tricking people. Yeah. And in in the course of it, tricking the audience right. quite a few times, I never feel like I find my footing. Even when they do the final reveal um, and they're they're, like, saying, okay, this is how it is, I'm still waiting for the other shoe to drop because I always think there's another shoe because the movie has trained me to think that. Uh, and so I, I just never feel comfortable in these movies. So right. the only thing I really have to latch onto is the action stuff. So I, I'll even say, because here's why I think the action scenes are a little disappointing. I'll just give you one random example. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably give six more in the spoiler section. Tom Cruise in a car chase does this trick three times where he just floors it into an intersection that's just like crisscrossing with traffic. Mm-hmm. He finds the perfect window. And he doesn't even like steer for it. It just no, he just, just guns it and the goes window through happens it. to him. <laughs> and like like if if you are in a car and you see Tom Cruise fly through an intersection <laughs> of BMW, stop. you slam on the fucking brakes <laughs> yeah. because there's about to be a wall of Swiss police or Hungarian police. Or Vienna uh, police, and you are going to die. Yep. You are going to die in droves to be the the blo- the the blockade for Tom Cruise. He does like three times in one thing, and I, uh, I guess that's where like the Born Identity never did that. Like mm-hmm. in the first one, it's like you know he's he's driving this little rabbit, this Volkswagen rabbit, just revving the nuts off of it. But like he never. He, they they would never. Jason Bourne let himself get cornered because if you get cornered, you're screwed. Whereas yeah. Tom Cruise, it's like. Three different times in three different situations, he comes to a part where he looks this hallway, nothing mm-hmm. but goons. This hallway, nothing but goons. This hallway, nothing but goons. This other, okay, all four cardinal directions have been covered, nothing but goons. He keeps doing a 360 as the camera. There's a fifth passage, goon free. <laughs> yeah. Like, just don't, like. The, go- the goons always just miss that one passage. Just you don't, know? you know, like, if, if you if you got to get to the part where the only way Tom Cruise can win is just blindly drive through traffic, don't do that. Especially yeah. don't do it three times in one car chase. I'm with you. Those, those moments started to feel silly. Right. Right. Deal. And it's, yeah. Uh, so, I, like I said, I got other examples, but that's where it's like even the stunt scenes to make them even bigger and more ridiculous. Like, the illogical outcome should be a Blues Brothers crash. Mm-hmm. But they just move on. They, they You have three separate Blues Brothers crashes in one thing. And it's just like, uh, sometimes maybe the stunt should be a little bit smaller and more intimate with actual stakes where, like, these people could actually get hurt or. I don't know. That's so. That's that's my as, as non spoilers. I want to get review of Mission Impossible. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a ton more to say about it. If you really like action movies, I would say definitely go see this. Yeah, it's uh, the state of the art for and 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 you know as many like I know there's some people to give Tom Cruise shit for this because 
you know, he's essentially taking jobs from from stuntmen. But there is something really visceral seeing Tom Cruise's face hanging off the side of a mountain and no like yeah there's safety cables and all that stuff but he's there's mm-hmm. very little green screen he's actually doing a lot of this stuff and he's six, 57 years old yeah uh, god someone posted this incredible <laughs> fact that i verified okay wilford brimley yeah 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 i saw this older was older in co- the movie cocoon where he's playing a grandpa in like a florida retirement no, hole yeah no, younger sorry sorry younger in- He's actually younger in Cocoon playing a grandpa in a retirement home than Tom Cruise is swinging from <laughs> uh, skyscrapers and helicopters uh-huh. and glaciers and shit. Yeah. No, it's insane. Uh, I mean, we, t- we talk about this every time we watch a Tom Cruise movie, but God damn it, he just does not look anywhere near his age and he's he doesn't even have like the hollywood thing where like he looks like he's botox an inch of his life he just looks like he sleeps in a age retarding (laughs) coffin he either does that or he has the world's best plastic surgeon i I mean maybe there's something you could do to tom cruise's face to make him look that good at that age yeah with with plastic magic i don't know but it's incredible. Or Scientology is real, and we're just yeah. all persecu- we're, we're we're just persecuting the the actual witches that live in our our world. I, I don't know. Give it, give it eight more years. Yeah. And if Tom Cruise still looks as good as he does now, Do I you might want to make be a in cult on Scientology. Pack? Yeah. yeah. If, if he's if he is so, so if he said twenty twenty five. Let's go to twenty twenty five. Okay. How so? He'll be like sixty five. Uh, something if, like if that. If Tom yeah. Cruise can start withdrawing from a social security account without penalty <laughs> and still looks and like he's he still does doing today. this, then I'm I'm going to I'm going to pop in. I'm going to I'm going to you know I'll have my email. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll have my yeah. thetan level tested. I'll, I'll, I'll hook yeah. up to an email. Just just I'll just I'll stick t- my toe in the water <laughs> because what the hell? At some point you got to say it's science now, right? No, it's crazy. Jesus Christ. Uh let's talk about trailers, eh? Okay, so I have a weird trailer situation. Uh I go to this theater when I, when I'm not when I don't have to be down at the office uh before I see a movie because we saw it over the weekend. Um I go to a different theater where they serve like food at your seats and stuff and they give you menus and you can order all that stuff. Uh and they started playing the trailers while everyone was just ordering the food. And the lights were, were full bright. Huh. And I, so I was just sitting there, you know, looking at Maria the menu. Menudo thing. No Maria Menudo saying, oh, first look, whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I just showed you a bunch of movies you don't care about. Right. This is for ABC Family. <laughs> the Harry Potter, the right. Endless Summer 6. So... Somewhere in the middle of these trailers, I realized, holy shit, they're sh- they're actually just showing the real trailers yeah. right now, and I'm missing them. So I missed, like, half the trailers. Okay. Uh, I couldn't tell you the names of most or the plots of most of the trailers, but okay. I'm, I'm going to do my best. Okay. Speaking of people who don't age, or people who maybe have already aged past uh, their ripened state, The Can't... Spy Who Dumped Me, it's a Mia okay. Kunis, Kate McKinnon, uh, like comedy spy I, I, thriller i've seen the, the poster and kate mckinnon's in it i'm in yeah she she seems to be doing the kate mckinnon thing okay like she is kate mckinnon in this which is fine because that's funny you know i don't think i've ever seen her i don't i think i've ever seen kate mckinnon i've seen the okay. 37 characters she plays but i don't think i like i don't think i've even seen an interview of her just like being a human being uh okay what what she does she's uh-huh. doing more of it in this movie okay <laughs> Okay. I don't know who she is deep down as a human being. Okay. 
but yeah, I, I don't know. This movie looks sort of funny. Okay. But whatever. There's an interesting, because I, I watched two weekends ago, um, my wife and I and my son got a wild hair. We just want to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I'm like, hey, we actually had that Blu-ray. I dug it out of like where our unpacked bl- Blu-rays were mm-hmm. down in the basement. And... Um, uh, it want you know it, it's a Blu-ray, so it's got these commercials for movies from like ten years ago, two thousand eight. And there's this one that was, uh, uh, oh my god, I just forgot that I I suck at the celebrity names. It's the uh, girl from Thirty Rock, Tina Fey, hmm. and the guy from The Office, which Michael Scott. Michael Scott, <laughs> yes, it, it is him. Yes, it's Michael uh, Scott. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Yeah. And they're in, like, you know, they're just a couple, and, like, you know, they get caught up in this spy situation. And, like, they make that movie every 10 years or so. Right, right. They and did it with Bill Murray way back in the day, too. Right, yeah. and, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith is kind of that, except for they're both spies. And, mm-hmm. and, like, it looks entertaining. I don't know why I don't see more of them. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't know why, like, I feel like I don't watch just, like, regular mainstream comedies anymore. I would, I'm sure to enjoy them, but it's always got to be some kind of weirdo, mm-hmm. ex, like weird hook. Like it's got to be Fred Armistan doing reenactments of old documentaries before. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's like I, I reached I the know. stage of comedy masturbation where I, I got to have a little auto erotic asphyxiation in it. There's got to be some danger. There's got to be some weirdness. There's got to be points where I, I'm uncomfortable and confused. Yeah, no, it's it's that thing about you know watching and talking about television and film yeah. for so long yeah you just start to want something new right i also think that like that was like the majority of my life like pg-13 comedies mm-hmm. growing up to where like now i just it's, it's like I, I was forced to eat vanilla ice cream a lot of blue streaks a then lot I taste of uh, rocky road and i ain't going back i yeah. go back to vanilla fuck your french vanilla and your bean and your golden cream or whatever <laughs> it is uh okay spy shagged me spy dumped me. there we go yeah uh, i got a new trailer for venom which Fuck that. I know you hate talking about yeah. it. Uh, and then some movie whose plot I couldn't tell you. I think Mark Warburg's trying to sneak somebody out of the country or something. Uh, mild 22. Okay. It's just a mild. M- mile. Oh, Did mild I say 22. Mi- mild? I might no, have said mild. It's mild. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't know what that's about. Um, I had three trailers I've never seen before. One is Operation Finale, which is, seemed to be a high-budget... Uh, Oscar Isaac is in it. Uh, Bing Kinsley is in it. Bing Kinsley is starring as this uh, SS officer, Adolf Eichmann, who fled to like Venezuela or one of those countries in the 60s. And I mm-hmm. guess some Mossad agents extracted him and they put him on trial. And this is like the story of the Mossad agent who tracks him down and like, you know, uh, interrogates him. And he's got this the whole trailer looks like it's this Nazi telling this just Jew spy like these paper thin excuses for why he can't be judged by human morality and it's like fucking with the jewish guy Uh i'm like bing kinsley says oh you say i'm responsible for the death of six million and yet it's justice to kill one man i'm like no (laughs) but it's a good start click clack blow like how (laughs) how can this sneering nazi telling you these obviously facile moral quandaries have he's like he's not fucking magneto (laughs) 
No, he's Ben Kingsley. That's what you hire Ben Kingsley to do. Like, this not, is Ben Kingsley he, in every role I've seen him in. I think this is Ben Kingsley's Waterloo, not not the <laughs> not the movie about Napoleon where he was at. No, uh, this is like he. Uh, no, you can't. You can't make this this Nazi <laughs> SS officer who architected yeah. the Holocaust palatable, man. He, he's just pushing his luck. He's seeing how far he can go. I mean, maybe the movies, but Kingsley. like the whole trailer. I'm like, every time they cut the Ben's uh, yeah. Kingsley saying, you know, like how many Jews can even fit into a box? car have you really thought like oh, no click clack wow get this guy out of here yeah <laughs> uh so i don't know maybe it'll sweep the oscars and i'll look like an idiot um overlord so this is cool this stars the the, the kid who played michael in season two of the leftovers okay yeah um and it's a d-day like it it looks just like your standard band of brothers uh saving private ryan like crazy shit getting like guys getting shot out of airplanes until Ben and, Kingsley shows up until Ben <laughs> Kingsley talks him into to joining ex- the to, to explain how the Holocaust <laughs> wasn't that big of a deal guys if you right. just you know he's come sip, sip some pina coladas with me in Venezuela we'll I'll explain the whole thing yeah skin killer has nothing to do with it it's, it's all about your religion and I'm like this is kind of cool because like I've never seen like the a paratrooper like f- free falling through like flack and like you know what it would be like to like just like i'm helpless i'm descending at Uh a slow pace and there's just metal shrapnel being and it looked like really sick and i'm like okay this is interesting and it's also like this black guy and he's like in a mostly white unit and like you know whole fighting for his country but his country kind of hates him and i'm like Mm -hmm. and then out of the middle of nowhere fucking aliens and zombies started showing up <laughs> okay and it turns into like one of those nazis like are experimenting and prejudice and zombies kind of thing yeah, yeah nazis are experimenting with forces darker than bing kinsley kind of <laughs> <laughs> or bing kings bing bing kinsley bing kinsley and i'm like okay i i this i'm intrigued i'm intrigued especially right on the the heels of operation finale uh do they just kind of play that as the end of the trailer like yeah, oh yeah, and aliens. Right. And then it ends. Yeah, it's kind of like okay. you know that that uh, interdimensional cable thing. It's mm-hmm. like you know this brother jumping into Normandy, and then there's aliens and zombies, and then things get really intense. Like it's yeah. like fast, but it, it looks really cool and very special effecty and uh, neat like that. Doesn't doesn't ask me to consider the logic of a sneering <laughs> Nazi. Uh, Bumblebee. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we saw this. Okay, so this is. Just nakedly Transformers for girls. I mean, this is trans. This is Bumblebee, a Transformers story, right? <laughs> like, this is what they did with Han Solo, except in the Transformers universe. But like, Bumblebee's like he's cuddling this girl, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's very. There's like, I mean, I, I, I realize I guess it's the Transformers na- for girls. I, I don't know. I didn't. Put I, that or together, I should but say, yeah. I should say, it's not a stereotypically masculine take on Transformers. Sure. Uh, because That's... I just realized it sounds sexist as hell to be like just it's Transformers for girls, but I think it's neat. You know, it's like uh, you know Bumblebee can be your best friend too, little girl. And it, I also like the return to his like more classic vintage Bumblebee mm, looks, yeah. like you know <laughs> the one that Ben Kingsley could ride around in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Uh, I, I I think it's I don't think I mean I've I've been out on the the Transformers movies for a long yeah, long time. Yeah, fuck those movies. Like I don't even think I've sat through the all of the second one. Um, but but yeah. But maybe there will be a little less transforming, a little less action in this one. If you're a Gen Xer with like a nine year old daughter, uh-huh. uh, and like an eleven year old son who who he kind of needs to see the other sides of the world. Yeah, go take him to see Bumblebee. It'll probably look like it's a good a good family time. 
uh plus like is it, is it a michael bay joint i also i i wanted to see hmm. i should have looked it up because maybe maybe that's a reason to stay home i don't know uh and that's the trailers which means if you're not a club member this is where we part ways uh, because our spoiler our spoiler reviews of the first run movies are reserved exclusively for our club members. You can go to club.baldmove.com to see samples of all the different uh, bonus features you get, like our first run movies, uh, and you can try the club for free for your first 30 days, club.baldmove.com.